0: It's Wednesday, August 12th. I'm Nicole Ellis. This is an election update from today's episode of Post Reports.
1: Hi, 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 hi. Sorry to keep you. That's all right. You ready to go to work? Oh my God, I am so ready to go to work. I was raised to take action.
2: After a very lengthy process, Joe Biden announced the name of his vice presidential pick. Annie Linsky is a national politics reporter for The Post. Selecting Kamala Harris, who would be a number of firsts. She would be the first black woman and also first Indian American woman to be the vice presidential nominee of a major party. To
1: take action. First of all, is the answer yes? The answer is absolutely yes, Joe. And I am ready to work. I am ready to do this with you, for you. I I just, I'm just deeply honored and I'm very excited.
0: So what do we know about Kamala Harris? Like, how long has she been a senator and what are the other kind of highlights of her career in politics?
2: Kamala Harris is, you know, a fascinating figure in the Democratic Party. She rose up through California politics. She was a a prosecutor there, elected statewide as attorney general, then went on to become the state's first black um, U.S. senator. And then, you know, in 2019, she launched a presidential bid, which was met with extraordinary enthusiasm. You had somewhere in the order of 20,000 people in Oakland coming to see her when she first um, announced her presidential bid. Really, w- one of the biggest rallies of, for any candidate of the entire Democratic primary season was her, her kickoff. One of the the chapters of her history that she talks about the most is as attorney general. She was part of a group of attorney generals that was being quite aggressive at looking at banks and looking at financial institutions leading up to the 2008 financial crisis.
1: For the people meant fighting for middle class families who had been defrauded by banks and were losing their homes by the millions in the Great Recession.
2: And this is how she got to know Bo Biden, a Joe Biden's son.
1: So we went after the five biggest banks in the United States. We won.
2: That's you know how Kamala Harris began to get to know Joe Biden is is through his son. And and that is a very special thing for Joe Biden.
1: Judge, have you ever discussed Special Counsel Mueller or his investigation with anyone? She
2: also became known, you know, more recently in the Kavanaugh hearings.
1: Well, it's uh, in the news every day. I- Have you discussed it with anyone?
2: Where she was very pointedly interrogating Brett Kavanaugh as he was seeking to go to the Supreme Court.
1: Uh, With other judges, I know. Uh, Have you discussed Mueller or his investigation with anyone at Kasowitz, Benson & Torres, the law firm founded by Mark Kasowitz, President Trump's personal lawyer? uh, Be sure about your answer, sir.
2: That was such a a critical moment, and I've sort of been thinking
1: about that a lot in the last few days. Uh, Well, I'm not remembering, but if you have something you want to... Are you certain you've not had a conversation with anyone at that law firm?
0: It's interesting to see how those instances of speaking up and getting that sort of national recognition factored into Joe Biden's consideration and selection of her as his running mate. And I'm wondering what some of the other considerations were as, you know, the Biden campaign was deliberating on on what to do and who to choose. The way that the
2: Biden campaign will, will put it and the way that Biden puts it himself is that he was looking for a person he was simpatico with and had a sort of shared set of values. So that's a significant factor. They had a comfort level with each other. But, you know, aside from that, The fact that she is a Black woman is particularly important in this moment. Over the past few months, ever since March, when Biden said that he would select a woman as a running mate, there has been a campaign that has only grown in intensity for him to select a black woman. You really saw that intensity grow as we had this just series of devastating events through the spring. And it really started with Ahmaud Arbery when the tape of his brutal killing at the hands of white men surfaced, and then going to Breonna Taylor, um, her death by police, and then, of course, George Floyd. This racial reckoning spilled out into the streets And it really impacted the presidential race and the the dynamic of who Biden would select as a running mate. You saw Amy Klobuchar pulling herself out of the race because of that. And it also just gave so much more energy to this effort that Black women are the backbone of the Democratic Party. And there were a lot of groups who were quite skeptical of her during the primary Um, civil rights groups, some of the black leaders who were, were very skeptical of her. You know, these are particularly liberal groups, did not like her past as a prosecutor. And so they had a lot of skepticism of her background and what kind of president she would be. But that really dissipated. You know, there was definitely a shift after Biden clinched the nomination. And I did talk to some activists about that yesterday. And they said part of it is she changed, that she'd in the last few months, you know, she's tried to reach out more overtly to some of these activists who had not been as supportive of her. And they got to know her better. She got to know them better. Um, So there was a little bit of a wooing effort there. Um, now he did vet a number of black women. I mean, you had Val Demings, you had Susan Rice, you had Karen Bass. So he did, in this process, spotlight a lot of black female leaders in the country. So it's not just that she is a black woman; there were plenty of other black women that he was considering who were also like Harris' highly highly qualified. So that's where you get back into there is a personal connection with her relationship with Bo Biden you know, his eldest son who died of breast cancer.
0: And then on the other end, we have moments like during debates during the primary where Senator Harris and Vice President Biden were going head to head and, and Senator Harris did not hold back, especially when it came to Vice President Biden.
2: During the primary, certainly things became heated between the two of them. I mean, Harris and Biden were in a cluster of top candidates. And so, you know, they were... Trying to beat each other, you know?
1: And I'm going to now direct this at Vice President Biden.
2: And during the first debate.
1: Um, I do not believe you are a racist.
2: Harris took on Biden over his past history on busing. He had opposed busing Black children into white schools previously in his his political career.
1: You also worked with them to oppose busing.
2: And Harris said to him, very memorably, that she was one of the young Black girls who was bussed.
1: And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bussed to school every day. And that little girl was me
2: that moment caused just a lot of a lot of friction between the two of them and, and between the two of their camps you know there was just a sense that she had really sort of gone to the jugular and and had not honored this relationship with Bo Biden. Now, it is a primary and it is something that Biden clearly overlooked, but it it came up during the vice presidential vetting process because news leaked that Chris Dodd, who was on the vetting committee, had asked her about this moment and that she had not shown any remorse, seemed to be too ambitious. Um, These comments came out and there was a bit of a backlash against them, this sort of sense of, well, why should she show remorse? she was doing what politicians do she was doing what competitors do um which is go after each other's records um and then of course the notion of her being too ambitious seemed to be a bright flashing signal of sexism but i will say the flip side of that is the fact that kamala harris went through a year long very difficult presidential campaign does give the biden camp a sense that she has been vetted um there aren't going to be big stories that come out of the woodwork they believe and that's not the case for some of the other women who Biden was considering so even though that moment of tension on the debate stage is something that caused pause in the end the fact that they were campaigning against each other i think was ultimately quite helpful because it means she went through a vetting process that the others had not
0: let's talk a little bit about the strategic part of all of this so is the thinking here that picking Senator Harris will encourage voters to support the Democratic ticket?
2: Yeah, there's you know politics at play, of course. One of the key sort of facts that Biden's campaign points to is um, when you talk about why Hillary Clinton lost in 2016 was a depression in black turnout from the 2012 Obama levels. So what they all will often do, Biden's campaign, this is comes up a lot, they will point to Wayne County in Michigan. This is the county that Detroit is in. And they will say, if there's 1% higher Black turnout in Wayne County, one single county, Hillary Clinton would have won Michigan. They are hoping, you know, that Somebody like Kamala Harris will help excite that extra one percent in places like Wayne County that can help, you know, tip the balance. I mean, increasing black turnout is a critical part of the Democratic strategy, and it's a critical part of the Democratic coalition. And if you know Joe Biden hopes to get to the White House, he's going to need to win places like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and we often think about those places as being kind of bastions of white working-class voters. But there are significant Black communities in those places, and the hope is that Harris on the ticket will will just help excite those communities more so that they will vote even in slightly higher numbers. And another dynamic that I noticed a lot of leaders started to talk about is this, this civil rights history where America has seen these moments of great progress that are you know, almost immediately paired up with moments of retreat where Gains seem to get lost. And I think that a major argument that came forward for for picking Kamala Harris was the idea that this could lock in some of the gains that all of these people who are protesting in the streets, who are kind of newly realizing pain and the violence that Black Americans face in sort of daily life, that this idea that Kamala Harris could be the first female and black vice president of the United States would help lock that in. And that sense has been growing. And I think that this move by Biden helps say, OK, I'm, I hear you. I'm listening to you. And, you know, let's do this together.
0: Annie Linsky is a national politics reporter for The Post. That's it for this segment of Post Reports. Full episodes of our show come out every weekday afternoon. You can subscribe at PostReports.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Nicole Ellis. Thanks for listening.